Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. There's a lot that goes on in that brain. All right, let's just stay calm here. It's time for Tazi's Take. Don't get all on In The Zone. Well, our guy, Jonathan Isaac, has been officially listed as out for tomorrow's game against the Charlotte Hornets. This will be the fourth consecutive missed game due to the right hamstring slash adductor strain. You know, I think it was all on the back of our minds when he came back. Like, okay, how long will it be until the other shoe drops where he has to miss time because of compensation for deadly serious injuries that he's faced? in the last several years and uh it was going too good to be true for quite some time you know occasionally you got a game off for load management and uh rehab purposes yeah he wasn't playing back-to-backs right that's that that was part of it but now that we're talking about the fourth straight game and and we figured once we heard hamstring that's what derailed his comeback last season um so late in the year you figured that he was going to miss a series of games. Now we'll continue to monitor if he can come back at some point this season. Great. Would it surprise me if he never plays again this season? Unfortunately, no, but it's very much a a shame because he really, even though he was playing 15, 16 minutes, max, he really helped out that defense. He really helped out that second unit. Uh, Even if it was just two different spells in the game, what he was able to do to take out or at least make it harder on the opposing team's best player. Obviously, last night, even with Jay, I don't think we're stopping Giannis. It certainly would have helped. But, man, as far as last night goes, it's it's obviously a shame about J.I. Wish we could have him back. Um, but last night, running into a Milwaukee Bucks team that I already thought very highly of, they knocked down a season-high 26 three-pointers. They're way better than I even realized. And um, you know, it hits differently when you watch your team get dismantled by another yeah, but man, that Bucks team—they got snipers for days. They're my NBA champion. Uh, it's hard to argue with that. I mean, they probably would have, as much credit as we gave to the Boston Celtics last year. They were such a fun team to watch. We got really into uh, their ebbs and flows of their playoff run, and they were really impressive. They definitely deserve to be where they were by the end of the year. But if Chris Middleton plays in that series where they went up against Milwaukee a tight margin between those two teams milwaukee might have won the championship last year right and so and now they're even it seems like they're even better Giannis somehow some way is getting better and so you know we saw it last night and i don't think the magic are the the, best barometer uh, of competition for them and they didn't have chris middleton last night but i think what they learned through the playoffs last year what they've learned through portions of this season is they don't really need him as much as they needed him a year ago it would just be really nice to have him you know, we certainly understand what that's like in our own world of what the gravy individual is like. But that seems to be like Chris Middleton. They can, I think that they can make do without him. Uh, but they're a lot. I mean, if they're at full strength, I think they're the best team in the NBA. Yeah, the year they won the title, Middleton truly was the Robin to Giannis's Batman. And then I do think him being out made a huge difference last year. But this year, they seem to have really adapted to what cost them last year, which was depth. It was too much on Giannis. 
The Celtics gave him hell. Now you, you know what Giannis is going to do. How, how much help can he get? Joe Ingles knocking down four threes. Brooke yeah. Lopez knocking down multiple threes. Pat Connaughton knocking down threes. Somebody named A.J. Green with perfect mechanics knocking down multiple yes. threes. Drew Holiday <laughs> does what he does. Portis didn't even do anything last night. We've seen him contribute. I mean, it just never stops. They got Jay Crowder. It's perfectly set up. It reminds me of one of those old LeBron teams where it's just you got Braun and a bunch of shooters, and you swing it around the perimeter after he drives. That's what the Bucks have. So um, they can beat you in a lot of ways. They're really top-tier defensively. They've won 16 straight, and they've done a lot of it offensively throughout that streak. Good luck. I mean, Giannis is getting better, and he's got way more help this year. Yeah. As much as I like the Celtics, I just don't think they could get past this Bucks team this year. Well, it really does seem like it's written in the stars that we're going to get a rematch from the finals a Need couple of years ago. Suns, the right. Suns versus the Bucks, And then it, it, it'll be... The perfectly built team around the best player in the world versus the closest thing to a super team in today's NBA really is the perfect matchup with all the storylines of, of of that and the team structure. Jay Crowder against his former team, too. Oh, there you too. go. That's a nice little add-on. Add can, can we bet that now, the direct results, Suns-Bucks finals? I think, I think so. that's a lock. I think, you can, I think you can do that. You can, at the very least, just place two wagers, Bucks to win the East, Suns to win the West, and then uh, you know, hopefully you double up on the win. Might Bucks, be the better way to do it. Bucks were amazing last night, and I'm singing their praises. On the Magic side, you had Cole Anthony drop 28. Strong performance from him. I mean, the Magic, the fact that they're only down 10 at the half and 12 at the end of the third quarter, I was like, that's a minor miracle. I mean, the Bucks were just all out because yeah, they were knocking down their threes. All out we assault. Knew that. You, in order to go up against that team, you had to knock down your threes. They were on 50%. Around halftime, and then cratered in the second half. Cratered, yeah. The fourth quarter was just a uh, you-know-what show, and uh, it was just a credit that the Magic were even able to stay in it for as long as they could. They talked to Coach Mose afterwards. You could tell it was like, hey, what are you going to do? Like They just knocked down every 26 of 56 threes. It's a really dynamic team, and uh, we're just not on that level just yet. Yes. I had somebody that sent me a tweet uh, last night that said, well, you know, this is – this one's really going to hurt because they're a team that's in the conference. You know, this they're is, way ahead. <laughs> you can't even look at the Bucks like that. You go into that road trip knowing, okay, we'll go ahead and circle that one as a loss. You hope to get some wins around it. Though it's still the loss against Indiana at home. It stings. That hurts the most. That's the team that's right in front of you. They are in conference. They're right there in contention with where you are, and you already pencil in certain games. Yeah, every once in a while, you're going to be able to sneak wins out of those situations, but more times than not, they're they're called scheduled losses for a reason. And anybody in the league going into Milwaukee right now is susceptible to lose by double digits. Good luck, anybody. Good luck. I mean, they were very impressive. They're a well-oiled machine. They are one of those teams that when they came into the Amway Center, more so than anybody else, you you uh, I'm sitting up and I, I'm always you know in my spot doing the pregame show while the two teams are going through the layup line. And for those that played high school sports, no matter what the sport was, we've all been in that situation where you've got the JV team or the team from, you know, the part of town where, you know, you're not quite as talented, and then you're playing another squad that's as buttoned up. They all have these, like, fitted, you know, sweats on, and they look like they're, like, straight out of Come on, a, stars. a movie. Just an intimidating yeah. presence. And, and you go, how in the world are we ever going to beat that team? They're, even their layup line is crisp. 
the Bucks are the most intimidating team off the bus right before tip-off. They just look so polished. And and then they play like it. They got a, it. a lot of chemistry. They know how to play. And credit to Mike Budenholzer. I mean, he's really becoming. He's of the Popovich tree. Did a heck of a job in Atlanta. People forget. And now he's got the best player in the world. He's already won a title with him. And you know, if you take Giannis off that team, it's not the sexiest name of roster names, but they are perfectly crafted. And it looks like they addressed what went wrong in that Boston series last year. To even if Middleton can't go down the stretch. They don't need him. I mean, I, I really think Giannis has gotten that much better to where he doesn't need a Robin like Middleton because, let's face it, Brooke Lopez has become an elite two-way big, and Drew Holiday does not get talked about nearly enough. He's a lot better offensively, I think, than people even give him credit for. So right. uh, and not to mention for the Magic and their pursuit of the plan, which I think is, is you know, it's going to fall short. The Wizards like, don't lose when we need them to. So it's like the combination of not being able to run off 7 of 10 and the Wizards not ever going cold, just hard to pick up the games. Yeah, right now the Magic are four games out from the play-in spot, so it's not getting better, it's getting worse. Nah, it's done. And uh, they play the Charlotte Hornets on Friday. They give a game against the Portland Trailblazers coming up on Sunday. Those are both, and that one's at home, those are both winnable games. Winnable. You win those, we can start to have the conversation again with about a month left of play. You lose, I really think, either one of those games I mean, at some point, we have to take the hammer that's been in our hand for the last couple of weeks and start pounding away at the nail. I think you lose either one of those games, Charlotte on the road, Portland at home, and we can start hammering away. I mean, really, you can't even look at games behind, whether it's two or four or six. You really just got to put your head down and win as many games as possible. There has to be a run. And, and We knew that all the way through. And as fans, we have to worry about what the Wizards are doing, but the Magic can't. They got to continue to approach things the same way. Coach Moe's got asked about, you know, what's the mentality going forward, and it's the 24-hour rule. Got to bounce back in Charlotte. I think he does a good job at keeping the main thing the main thing with the Magic. And, um, you know, as cliche as it may sound, it's a young team that needs to learn how to be professionals in game in, game out, even when you get absolutely embarrassed in Milwaukee. And I – I don't even want to say embarrassed. I just thought the Bucks were showed they were a championship type team, and the Magic got boat raced at, in the fourth quarter. Right here on hole fifteen, we're at the White Cloth Fan Deck live from Bay Hill. We appreciate everybody hopping on board today. It's a special edition of In the Zone. I believe we have Ben Griffin that's out there right now trying to make his way to the sixteenth hole. Uh, we are live from Bay Hill, as I mentioned. Let's get you a quick API leaderboard update presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Right at the top of the leaderboard, we've got a man by the name of Chris Kirk. He's played this tournament well over the years, minus five through the day. He's done for the afternoon. Cameron Young right behind him or right alongside him at minus five as well. Adam Shank at minus four, along with Scotty Scheffler, who is the reigning defending champion of this tournament. Also the Masters winner from last year. Jordan Spieth is minus four. All of those guys are done for the day. John Rahm is creeping his way up there. He's about to make his way to where we are. He's through 12 right now, and we're on 15, so we'll be hearing the roar from the John Rahm supporters. The Rahm any, contingent. Any minute now. Uh, we'll call them like the Rom-Cons or something. The rom con. <laughs> yeah, there's something with r- romantic comedy. The Rom-Cons. Uh, minus three is where he's at. 
through 13. So excited to hear what that sounds like. Ricky Fowler's playing well. He's a guy that uh, rarely makes a lot of noise, but he's a popular golfer at minus two. Max Homa's at minus two as well. I'm trying to find Terrell Hatton on my leaderboard here because I've got my my first bet of the day was a three-ball special, which is Terrell Hatton only needs to beat Rory McIlroy and Max Homa in round one, and I win the bet at plus 240. So finding different ways to creatively bet on golf. Our Arnold Palmer Invitational Leaderboard Update presented by Twin Peaks. Stop by today. Grab yourself a 29-degree man-sized draft. Delicious food and great service awaits. Twin Peaks eats drinks. Scenic views. WYGM Orlando. WJRR HD2 Cocoa Beach. We are Orlando's sports leader. Tazi, this is a topic that, as I set this up, I want you to let this marinate a little bit. The question is, is every major sport that we cover, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, the PGA Tour, the XFL, (laughs) major sport that we cover, (laughs) in terms of overall talent and superstar pool, is it as healthy as ever? And I ask that because where we are today, the depth of stars competing on this tour, plus the guys over on the Live Tour, who still compete in majors, so as great as the field is now, and it's incredible, it gets even better when you get into the biggest tournaments of the year. I could rattle off 15 to 20 golfers that have a legitimate chance not just to win a tournament, and anybody that's decent on this level can do that, can have their day in the sun. I'm talking about guys that have a legitimate dominant run built within them. We've seen it from Jordan Spieth. We've seen it from Rory. We've seen it from Scotty Scheffler. He's done it most recently. We've seen it from Bryson DeChambeau. He's got Brooks Kepka. Golf is as deep and as healthy as it's been in my entire life. You don't have peak Tiger Woods, but what you do have is a stacked roster. And I think the same thing can be said for the NBA, for Major League Baseball, for the NFL. The health of a sport can be judged on a couple of things. One of them is the money that you're making. How many eyeballs do you have on you? I'm not going to get into ratings talk. Don't worry. It's the general public perception of your sport. And the other thing is, if one of your top guys, really the top guy, were to fall off, retire, get hurt, get in legal trouble, and wasn't on TV anymore. Can people fill that void? Yeah. Is your sport still going to maintain its popularity? That's as healthy as ever. As healthy and as popular are two different things. Tiger Woods took golf to a level that it had never seen before. But the sport as a whole wasn't healthy because when he went away, the interest in golf from a casual viewer went away. I can tell you as a casual golf fan, I became a whole lot less interested, and then it took time to build that back up. Michael Jordan. When Michael Mm -hmm. Jordan retired from basketball two times in my childhood, I stopped paying attention for a minute and wasn't, I mean, I still loved basketball, but I wasn't nearly as into it. When he walked away, I don't think those guys exist today. And part of the reason is because so many of them exist. So I set that up to ask, are we as healthy as ever in every single one of those sports? All of them across the board. Well, the answer is yes. I still do think there's faces of those sports, but you could argue about who those faces are. I mean, right now it's Mahomes in the NFL. That's pretty easy. But if you took Mahomes away, there's still a lot of good teams out there. Jalen Hurts is up there and what the Eagles are about. And you can name a bunch of other teams, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. But really, I think about it all the time, just the amount of money that's flowing through these sports and every every job that comes with it, whether it's the players, the people that work with the team, people that work outside of it as for outlets. It's just 
such a uh, just a an, an industry that's really booming. And I think being that the money is where it is, everybody coming up through the ranks in AAU circuit training, everybody's going as hard as possible. And it's like the competition has never been tougher and more dedicated. And yeah. we're seeing a result of all these child prodigies really growing up to be spectacular athletes. And I don't think it's stopping anytime soon. I mean, the money's only increasing in every sport. So there's going to be as much competition as ever. And the competition has driven all of these sports to be great. Now I do kind of hate where the NBA has gone in terms of where like stats are. It's just like too crazy. And I think they need to put a little bit more defense somehow, some way to calm things down. But that's just my take. As long as the fans like it and in, in, the mainstream fans, I think that's here to stay. But, yeah, look at how many different guys are erupting for big buckets in the NBA this year, and uh, and there's a lot of parity in the NBA. Baseball is a little different. I mean, you, you have your your all-stars. I feel like it's always pretty flush with all-star talent, but it's a game of failure, so it's a little bit different there and the way pitching is. But, yeah, you asked me, the big three sports, including golf, it, there's more depth than ever. The only holdup I have... You know, the 90s in basketball was incredible, but I think that if we really started to break it down, once you got past, like, the names that were on the Dream Team, I think you'd be pretty underwhelmed with what we would call the health of the role players. players. There were a lot of bad basketball players back then, and we just don't remember them because, you know, time gets away from us. There are so many skilled players across the league where even the bad teams in the NBA have guys where you could sit back and really enjoy a game and watch them play. Major League Baseball is the only one, I think, where I hesitate a little bit for the overall health compared to at least the history that I've seen. I can't speak to uh, what was going on prior to when I was alive. I know that baseball was quite healthy in the in the 70s. There's a lot of good young players in baseball right now. The, the 90s, man, there were just so many great names up and down all these rosters. And maybe it's just because I was more plugged in as a kid, but... Um, the exciting thing for me is that it, baseball is younger right now. Be, and, it, and it, you know, during the steroid era, it was easy to be an older good player because you were on the stuff and that kept you on the field and that kept you strong. And nowadays it's a little bit more about youth and availability and staying healthy. And, and with pitching, it's just let it all go, you know, once, twice through the order. And then we go to our bullpen who's letting it go. Throwers, yeah. you got driveline, you got all this technology that allows people to get maximum velocity. So Baseball is in it's definitely different game than it than it was while I was growing up. And but it's more international now. But too. you got guys flipping the bat. I mean, it, yeah, it, the internationals. It, it was growing in the '90s, I would say. Um, but right now, it's it's as exciting as ever. There's more bat flips than ever. Ever. There's more emotion. I know some of the old time players don't really like it as much, but you know, getting with the times. There's yeah, you name it. You look at the top 100 prospects that's coming next. A lot of impressive guys there, and then. Plenty of established young players. I mean, Juan Soto's in his mid twenties. Yeah, like, still got a whole career ahead of him. So, and Fernando Tatis, if he gets back to his thing, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's sort of a niche thing with baseball. You either like it or you don't. And maybe with the pitch clock, more people will. Who knows? I don't really see the uh, correlation there. Either you like it or you don't. All right, you don't like the pitch clock. I well, I don't. But you know, it's something we'll get used to. My <laughs> thing with baseball, though, is is the young talent is better than it ever has been. All right, I uh, I see the uh, the what they call fry shows here. I'll this. just hold this. I feel like I'm on college game day Thank right you. now All with right. this delicious spread right this here. Looks tremendous as well. That is fantastic. 
I don't know if you're if you're comfortable with it. If you'd like to put on a headset and a and grab a microphone and explain the food that we have, yeah, you throw on the headset. You can pick up that microphone in front of you. What's your name? Susie. Susie from the Treehouse Truck, yeah. which is right behind us on the White Claw Fan Deck, yeah. out here in front of the 15th Green. What I have on, in my hand right now. Uh, I don't even think I can put into words how delicious this looks. Well, what did you bring us today? That, that's my fried chos. You like spicy? Oh, yeah. I love it. It's yeah. going to hurt a little bit later. But okay a good hurt. That. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I know. That. I can live through the pain. <laughs> so what does he have over there? He has. So we're doing a burger of the day from our normal rotating menu. That's called the goat. Like the greatest of all time. Oh, yeah, I, I see you. balsamic. Oh, you're talking yeah. our language. This is sports talk radio. There we you goat go. talk all the time. So that is our goat. That's uh, herb with goat cheese. Uh, organic greens, a smash burger, so it retains all that juice, and then tomato and a balsamic glaze. A balsamic bla- glaze. Yeah. I, I'm it's here for class- balsamic with everything. <laughs> it's such a classy move when you add the balsamic glaze. I have that in my refrigerator, and I, I never quite know the right time to whip it out. But... It goes with cheese and tomatoes, yeah. to be honest. Okay. Just, or just make it work. Like, just make it work. Look, that's the love of food. Just go with it. If it doesn't work, then try something different. Susie, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank Thanks you. for the appreciate it so much. Let me know how it is. I can't uh, wait for the break so I can talk. We're gonna tear get into this. We're gonna do it right now. Mike Janetti from SpotTrack.com on a special thank Thursday you. visit. We're back with more live from Bay Hill after we chow down. Next. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.